0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Extra Cast with myself, Nick Boddington and James Urquhart. On today's episode, we have Ben Bellamy from Shoutable Agency. Now, Ben is an expert in websites, but not just websites. He's an expert in websites that convert. And I think you'll all agree that when you listen to this podcast or from listening to this podcast, it's not just about the ads. It's not just about the click-throughs. It's about conversions post click what happens after someone has clicked your ad. Ben brings huge knowledge to this. I love this um podcast. You will love it too. Really, really good knowledge bites coming from it. Just on why you need to have a website that converts well and you know what it what why that needs to happen because it's so so important because so many people now just put so little effort, even in the world we're in now, put so little effort into the website we come across it all the time as an agency and it makes such a difference and he talks about one of the um, his clients who has basically gone on to unbelievable things from just investing in a website she made her money back within seven days of having a website built so tune in I hope you enjoy this episode I hope you take a lot out of it and enjoy Hello and welcome everyone to The Extra Cast with myself, Nick Boddington and James Urquhart. Today we have Ben Bellamy on on the podcast with us. How are you doing today? Hi. hi. Yes, I'm really well. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. That's all right. That's all right. So you've got a huge background. We've done, you know, I've basically spent a bit of time looking at everything you're doing, seeing what's going on. You've got some amazing testimonials from the people thank that you. you've It's like... It's like you've saved their life.
1: Yeah, well, I did. I have done. That. <laughs> That's kind of the way I treat websites these days: saving people's lives and businesses.
0: <laughs> so they they come into you and just like literally, please. This is like I'm going to give this one more month.
1: Yeah, I mean, I um, I don't like to normally brag about life changing results, but it seems to. Uh, we work really hard on our process, so we have yeah. uh, loads of wonderful clients who. Uh, we've done loads of really great work for so uh, yeah, we're really very lucky, but we have work very hard.
0: Yeah, well, as you know, so our audience who listen to this podcast is all about Facebook ads. So people are thinking now, probably uh, probably listeners are thinking, oh no, what what have I got to do now to get this thing working? James and I, when we were on our podcast, we were always talking about the different aspects of getting something working. So you've got your audience build at the beginning, figuring out who your audience is. And how are you going to put your creative to that audience? The ads, the simple part, setting that, well, I say simple part, our front videos are about how to set up an ad properly. (laughs) But let's say that's the bit you can, it's a techie bit, you can just follow the instructions. And then you've got your post click, which is, okay, I've got a thousand people every day going to my website or my landing page or whatever, and then nothing happens. And I think it's the, with this podcast about let's, you know, um, Facebook ads, there's so many different elements on it. So as soon as, you know, we, we'd come across yourself and the way you build websites that convert. And I think that's the magic word here, websites that convert. Because I've spoken, and James will agree with this, we've spoken to web designers and stuff like that, who, when we're talking about some of the conversion rates and some of the things that we see all the time um, from the expertise that we have, which is nowhere near what you have, and they turn around and go, oh yeah, I didn't, I've didn't. i never really looked at it like that. Never." And it's like, what? I mean, would you agree? It's just like, literally, can you build me a website? Yeah, here we go, build your website, there you go, have it back, five grand.
1: Yeah, it it truly is. I think that, unfortunately, a lot of web designers give a lot of the rest of us and a lot of other web designers a really bad rap, unfortunately. um, Because I think it's way too easy to uh, maybe call yourself a web designer and take on clients, but you don't really care about the end result. So as an agency, one of our biggest goals and biggest things for our clients is that we actually really care about their success online because right. their success is our success. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where unfortunately, uh, there are plenty of web designers out there who uh, don't kind of care and think about the kind of extra steps and the more of the strategy behind a design. They, in fact, I, I speak to clients all the time who say, I'm really glad that you are thinking about this strategy because the last guy that I spoke to said, well, here's what I'm giving you and this is what we're doing. And she said, well, this is this is what you're doing. Like, I need you to take into account the strategy that I need for my business and my clients. And it just, right. unfortunately, there is a world at the moment where uh, that is the case. But I think it's, um, as you say, especially with Facebook ads, there's so many things that go into it, but having an, a, web, a website that's set up correctly and to convert and with some strategy behind it is so important. It's a really big piece of that puzzle.
0: So where do you, so where did it all start for you then? How did you, you tell us about how you got into website design, and how you pivoted from website design to websites that convert? And there's a big, you know, there's a big difference, isn't there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, it's funny actually because I never wanted to be a web designer. I never wanted to create websites ever. And um, I actually worked in a job like most of us do when we're working in a nine to five or working in a job, we have this idea about starting a business typically because we don't enjoy the job that we're in. And I really didn't enjoy mine. And, um, I remember at the time I, at my place of work, I got into conversation with somebody else who said they needed a website. And, um, we started having that conversation at the time. I was a graphic designer. And I uh, said to them, yeah, no problem. I can, I've, you know, I've done my own website. So here's, you know, here's the quality of what I can do. I, if you want, because she said, your website's amazing. Really want to, you know, work with you. And I said, well, just so you know, I'm not a web designer, but this is my website. So you can see, you know, that kind of thing. And um, it started from there where I did one website and then the next person asked and then the next person asked and then the next person asked. And it got to the point where I realized I actually can't ignore this. Any more, yeah. I need to you know really pivot and niche down. So I made a decision, I think it was about after a year to really niche into becoming a web designer, completely self-taught. and it's taken four or five years now to get to where we are today and the success that we are today. Yeah. And I think that um, a big part of moving, because I was at the beginning a web designer who just designed websites without kind of any of the strategy or thinking about it further because I was new in the industry and over time when I really started to refine and niche our clients because at the moment we really do uh, specialize in online business owners who have maybe courses or they sell um, they do webinars they're really in that kind of online space or they're coaches Mm -hmm. and after time of working with that type of client you begin to see the strategy that's needed because although every client is different they have their own kind of brand they have their own thing at the front there's always a similar strategy going on in the back so we very much uh, made an effort to really refine our process and refine the strategy to where we could offer a service to people that just works and help them build their conversions
0: do you find that when people come to you, they've have they built their websites themselves using some of the online platforms Sometimes
1: yes, Um, although typically we only really work with clients now who have had their business maybe for more than two years, and so typically at that time they've normally had someone else help them. They've had another web designer. There have been a few recently who have done their own. They've used the likes of um, Squarespace, are really always really popular. Uh, I've had a few Wix websites uh, come our way, and we specialize in WordPress. So, um, I think that it's very uh, common for people definitely when they start at the beginning of their businesses to do their own website and I think that's good for them to do because necessarily you've just started out you don't have a budget of thousands of pounds to pay a web designer but I think as you kind of grow along your business journey it's definitely one of the most important investments you can make especially mm. because your website is you know your shop front if your digital shop front especially if you're not a brick and mortar business you're an online business owner yeah um so I would thoroughly recommend in investing in your own website.
0: So when someone's come to you with their, with their problem, are they, have they got to a stage? Well, there's two things. A, why, why do you look at businesses that have been running two years? And B, is it because um, do they come to you after they've already started running ads? And most of them are, like you say, courses or whatever. They're running Facebook ads and things like that. And then it's not converting and they're trying to figure out why things aren't mm-hmm. happening right?
1: So the reason we typically work with business owners who typically have been going over two years is because they have a better understanding of who their dream clients and dream community are. Mm. And something magical happens at that point because they know who they are as the business and they know who they want to bring in and they're confident in their service and they're confident in their product and what they offer, but they need that help putting the front of it together with the website, whereas what we experienced at the beginning of, the, of our business is that people who have just started, up to two years, during that time period, and I'm sure um, you guys will have experienced the same as I did with starting my business, your business change changes and grows, and maybe um, where you started at the beginning is not where you are uh, when you're two years in. So what okay. we found was working with those business owners, um, it was actually more difficult for us because there was this, um, I remember one client actually who, she was lovely, but she, we did the whole design process, we did everything. And then uh, a week later you get an email to say that she actually wants to completely change her outlook. She's changing her thing, she's changing this because she's so new within the process. So we made a decision that actually um, two years was kind of like the golden thing for us because we really, because that's where we feel we can be most effective for people. and in terms of our clients, the reason why they come to us, especially when they are using Facebook ads and maybe they're not converting, it, it kind of all goes in the same pot, I think, with um, looking professional. Yeah, And a lot of them will come and say, like, I'm really embarrassed with my website. I want to be, or I am an industry leader, or I'm an authority in my industry. And people are coming onto my website and it doesn't look very good. My competitors look better. I'm embarrassed. It's not set up in the right way, or I don't know how to, um, structure a sales page. And it's just that whole, uh, element that, uh, in fact, even they'll only be thinking about that, those things probably after two years of having a business, because that's more advanced level stuff, I would say. Whereas mm-hmm. when you've just started your business, really, you just want to get clients and you're not necessarily thinking so in depth about your sales funnels and that kind of thing it's really getting people through the door i suppose
0: yeah well it takes time doesn't it? i mean we find even with running ads and stuff it takes time to find you don't know what's you don't know what's right when you first start so there's so many different yes. things you start ticking up and so many things you cross and go oh, that didn't work that's not working so you know we explain to our clients from an agency point of view it's just like okay we're going with this this is the strategy we've both come up with this is what we're going to deploy in a month's time, this might completely pivot because we knew we are. So what you're, <laughs> what you're saying to the listeners now is if they're under two years, what they think is the right thing now may not be because you might find that one of your little side things is, a, is what the actual audience actually want.
1: Yeah, and then literally <laughs> what happened to me when I the repeated people kept saying how much they liked the look of my websites that I was designing, and then I had to niche. Not that I had to, but it made, it made sense for me where um, there was no secret at the time that I was able to charge more money for a website than I was um, maybe creating a leaflet or brochure or something like that. So um, just over time, I realized that that was where I wanted to fit in. So I think maybe as a new business owner or somebody who is under kind of two years in business, I think that it's better to have something done rather than trying to spend ages perfecting it because you could spend hours and hours trying to perfect this thing that actually you might find as a business you're going to grow and change anyway so it's better just to have done that thing and had it out there rather than spending hours trying to Mm -hmm. you know create it or refine it for actually you know a month later you've changed it you could have spent that time improving your facebook ads or improving your website or doing something other that would probably would have benefited your business.
0: Absolutely.
2: And also Ben, I guess with the industry that you're in with, you know, coaches and you know, which have become, you know, a lot more prevalent over the last two to three years, a lot of them start I and mean, then go out of business, not you know, or they don't have enough client base. you know, they're big enough client base so they have to go back into full-time work. So actually probably that two year sort of um qualification for you is really important actually. Cause what you don't want to do is is you know build a website of one six months and then you've just got the usual rigmarole, you know, of, um, you know, have they paid, have they got enough clients, whereas two years, they've probably got enough enough in the bank. And also content for you guys. So I guess, you know, obviously, I guess you guys use a blueprint, but one of the biggest issues we have with, you know, even some of our clients that do courses and webinar funnels and all the rest of it is that some don't have loads of content. You know, they think they do, but actually when when you actually then, like, you know, digest it, go, there's not a lot here really.
1: Yes, totally. The best thing for us, the most amazing thing is when we get a Google Drive or a Dropbox filled with amazing imagery and loads of lovely copy. And it just means that, and you guys will know this, you can do so much more with the more that you've got. Um, And I think that that only really comes with experience because it's, it's experience and confidence in that once you kind of hit that point, you know wholeheartedly that this is the service that you offer, that you're really good at it, that your money mindset is in the right place, that you're confident in your pricing, and you're thinking about that level of strategy in terms of like, right, I need to get a brand photo shoot to get all these lovely images. And I need to invest in someone to help me with my Facebook ads and my funnels and thinking about email sequences. So it's all that lovely stuff that comes from, I just think it's a certain level of experience in business that you can only achieve Mm -hmm. uh, just through time, I think.
0: Absolutely. So for for our listeners who are thinking about, you know, a website that converts and a website, what would you say? Well, firstly, why does someone need to have a good website? That sounds basic in our industry with our knowledge, but why does someone need to have a good website?
1: So, so many reasons. I think that when thinking about your website this is your digital shop front this is where people really get to see you now in a world where social media is dominant and I think social media is great there's nothing wrong with that but often sometimes people one of my biggest things that I hear is why do I need a website because I have social media or why do I need effective website because I have social media and I think we have to think about the habits that people take and that we have um, you know, as human beings where social media is so fast paced, we're scrolling through Instagram, we see maybe bits of posts. We only get bits of the information when you're looking at a business. But the moment that you uh go through to that business's website is where really a customer is probably going to make their buying decision they're going to see all the things that make you an authority so whether you're award-winning or whether you've got some great qualifications or accolades or anything against you but amazing testimonials if you're a service-based business you have your amazing sales pages for all of your uh, services so it's at that point that you can really get in depth um Mm -hmm. whereas i think from uh you know just looking you know say if you just run an instagram page and you have no website there's only so much you can do for people especially when certain social media posts just disappear after a certain amount of time yes. you need that place to send people that um that they can make their buying decision and ultimately go on to convert because they're not I mean unless you're really trying to your action is to get people in your dms yeah. even yeah. then where are you going from the dm to how are you managing that so i think it's really important to um that just is why it's so important to have your own website for so many reasons but mostly for those things
0: so do you so are you saying that you actually see a lot of people not having a website because they think that they can just use their instagram page
1: not as much anymore but there was a period uh, during the first lockdown, where I saw um, lots of, or uh, well, not lots of, there was actually one main coach who was very um, adamant that you didn't need a website. Websites were outdated. Websites are like last year, you don't need it. It's right. all about Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. That's where people are spending time. Um, and so he kind of created this buzz that within the world that I was seeing anyway, because obviously I spend a lot of time seeing coaches and online stuff. Yeah, And um, it was very obvious to me that this just was not the case. And it was very one-sided. Turns out that person wasn't who he said he was anyway. And there's lots of other things that came out about that, which they need to go into. But there definitely was that, I think there is that mentality. And sometimes even when uh, we'll have certain inquiries, from people who would say, like, well, I think I'm okay with just my Instagram page, or maybe um, I just have one landing page and we, it's literally you load someone's website, it's just one landing page, which doesn't give you any info about who they are as a business, what they stand for, their testimonials, they've got, there's just not enough substance there to really go away and actually someone make a buying decision. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting. I actually was having a conversation with somebody the other day who, showed me an example of a coach who apparently made seven million dollars last year and they don't have a website and their um when you google their name and you go to their website it's just a landing page which has been built in some kind of block builder the images are blurry um there's some images of like private jets and all that kind of like lovely luxury stuff but of course there course there is standard but you have to um And so this person said to me, well, if this person has made $7 million last year, why do I need a website? And I was like, well, think about the extra money they could have made if they had had a website Mm. and the money that they're leaving on the table. But it's maybe also there's another driver factor there. Maybe they have an enormous audience where this audience um, hangs on their every word. And so any product they put out, this, this audience will buy. Or maybe they have a completely other kind of like driving factor that you just don't see. But mm. they've got that. Whatever's working, fine, that's working for them. They've chosen not to do a website, great. But that is not the case for every other business owner. And so yeah. for the rest of us, we have to have that place to showcase ourselves as best we can to maximise our opportunity because if we don't do that, um, we're just not, we're leaving money on the table.
0: It's interesting because I, I was with someone the other day and a new consultant that I've got is in the jewellery business. And really nice jewellery. And I said, I was um, with the two girls I was with, I said, have a look at this. What do you think of this jewellery? You know, because I also wanted to get some feedback before I go into it and everything. And uh, they like, like, oh, it's, it's amazing. I said, well, click through to the website. And she, they're like, like, oh, yeah, we will admit. met. Oh, you can't buy all of her products on Instagram. But it was amazing how this one girl was like automatically, but I want to buy everything on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, but you huh? I was just like, I think... You know, I, I'm completely agreeing with what you are. I think most people, which leads us on to, you know, my next question, which is like mobile, you know, mobile ready websites, because I'm guilty uh, when I'm building a landing page or something, I'm building in, I'm on, my, I'm on my desktop. So I'm building a desktop and then I'll send over to James or something. So will have a quick look, look over this. And it's like, it's all out of play. I'm like, oh, forgotten to do a mobile. Again. And I've started trying to get into the habit now Of build, even if I'm on my desktop, I'm building in mobile view, Mm -hmm. and then checking if desktop's okay. Because from you know from the stats that we get from Facebook, we're talking like over ninety percent of people are buying in on mobile opposed to desktop. I mean, it's a really small amount of people who are buying on desktop, Mm -hmm. um, and it's all on mobile. Yet, mobile still guilty still gets forgotten as being the main where you should build a site or do you i mean what, what's your opinion on that
1: um i'm also guilty of this and it's something that we work really hard and you on. build them <laughs> <laughs> but we do in terms of um thinking about the mobile version it's obviously something we do pay a lot of attention to. But I think as designers, we naturally want the, you know, when we look at the lovely big screen, we want to like work on that lovely big screen and design something that looks really nice. Whereas when we are just limited to, I mean, granted, phones are getting bigger and bigger these days anyway, but um it's still not the same as a screen size. However, the majority of the internet is being viewed on mobile phones. And even we have to think about the way that we all use that we all use the internet ourselves. We're all Um, using our phones for the most part to do that so it definitely has to be a consideration for any business owner to make sure that their website is optimized for mobile i think i was looking at a website uh, a few weeks ago where you i found it on google loaded the website on my iphone and i have one of like the bigger iphone screens but even then the website is loading the desktop version of the website on my phone and so i'm having to like zoom in to like click a link and like yeah. to find the info and you just feel like the as a user you just get so frustrated to the point where like we all know what it's like our attention span is so low if the internet goes off or doesn't work or whatever it might be or our website is slow to load we're just going to go elsewhere Absolutely. so or, even if we found it from Google. So if we're looking through Google results, chances are we're just going to go back and we're just going to go to the next result. So optimizing for mobile is so important. And even coming through from a Facebook ad, you know, you spend all this time working on a Facebook ad and then you're getting clicks through. If the website is then not optimized for mobile, if it's loading slowly, if things don't look right, if people can't get clear information or they can't find how to take the next step, then, you know, you're spending money on this traffic that yeah. you're kind of blocking that, um, you know, that stage, that vital. I mean, they're all vital stages, but you shouldn't be. You should need to remove those barriers. Uh, it's so important.
0: Absolutely. Are you staring at your ads manager, stuck on how to make your ads perform? Come and join the Ads Clinic, a series of one-on-one consultancy calls where we dive into your own ads manager and see where we can turn your ads into a profit-making machine. It all starts with a thirty-minute free consultation call. Sign up now at the
2: Just quickly, I think the two things you just spoke about there, then actually originally on your original question there, Nick, and the one you've just 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 gone through then is that it goes down to those two points is social proof and trust. Because you can't always use your Instagram as your shop front and your shop and your back end. You can't do it. You know, you cannot do it. And people now expect to see a website, even if it's a local garage. You'll go on Google My Business and you'll only click the one that has a website. Even if you don't go on there, you actually, your brain and how we interact with the Wings and Google Mm -hmm. especially is, has it got a website? Yeah. And more frustratingly is that when you do click on an ad or whatever that may be, and you go through and like you said, it's not mobile ready, and you know, the images, and you've got a scroll from left to right on your phone, which is bizarre. You've got such a finite amount of time to convert these people and actually just get them interested in whatever your you know your 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 message is. It's crazy, you know, and it's 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 that social proof and trust um that, that you know, which is which is really interesting because before this call and probably over the last pretty two months, not that I've been a, a disbeliever of websites. I have very much seen a decline in people wanting them because right. of their because of their social presence because they've got Instagram now. You know, e-commerce shops and alike. You know, they've got to have a, a shop. You know, they've got to have a website, haven't they? But in terms of the um, the coaches and, and especially your sector, a lot of them don't really have web, well, they have websites, but they'll use things like click funnels or they use those sort of into, those systems where they just. They're just you're giggling now, so I'm sure you got something to say about that. But but they do, don't they? They use all these all encompassing systems, and they would never reach out to someone like you because obviously your invoice compared to using Click uh, ClickFunnels once a month is just some, Well, I'm assuming unless you're you're really cheap, is just chalk and cheese. I'm guessing. Um, a
1: lot of my clients use ClickFunnels, and they also use uh, tools like Kajabi or Podia, um, or uh, I forget the other one, or Teachable because I'm not going to deny there's some great function and feature that happens with these tools, Um, especially, for example, I'm a big fan of Kajabi um, if you have online courses, because I think that the infrastructure and what you get is really, really good. Um, However, a lot of them and the builders that you get to build the pages are hard to use or you don't get great design feature and you're restricted in some way so um, i actually one of our services that we offer is called sales page success where we build sales pages for clients and one of our clients in particular she we build her sales pages for um maybe her like membership or Um, You know, whatever it is, whatever she's selling this month or whatever she's pushing. And then we do that within WordPress. We make it look lovely and converting. And then when they click through onto the button, it takes them straight to the Kajabi checkout or whatever the system is that they're using behind. Um, And I think actually we've seen an increase in um, people who want websites because it's that professional front that the coaches want that they can't fully get with those tools just yet. Now, maybe that might change, because I know, for example, again, Kajabi likes to sell their service as a one-stop shop, you've got everything. And on their site, you have all these different other companies' logos, and it goes, "We've you've got all the things in one here, so you don't need a website, you don't need WordPress, you don't need MailChimp or ConvertKit, or whatever it might be. But they're still not quite there yet. So once that changes, we might then be looking to uh, do a little bit more. But I think that um, there's definitely a market for people to have their own sales pages and their own stuff on their website and integrate these other
2: systems. Definitely. And I also think, especially, you know, Nick and I have been speaking about this for, for quite some time now. It's, it's been so easy this last two years to advertise because people have got so much disposable income. You could have the shoddiest sales page in the world. You'll probably still convert some. That's the reality, and that's not me being mean. That's just the reality. You know, we sell some products to some people, and they're not they're not fantastic websites. Even I would go on and go, "God, do I, am I actually going to get this product?" You know, is this? You know, and these are quite chunky brands, but they're still not very good. When I when we go out of uh, when we go into two, um, uh, 2022, I think a lot of these people that have been in which we're calling the gravy train the last two years, I think have really got up their game. And I think it was, you know, be companies like yours that clearly have a niche, you've got you know case studies coming out of your ears, and actually you can prove that you know your you, you know, what you're doing is working. You will see an increase in demand because these these coaches and you know these the, the, these um, guys selling webinars series they will see this decline. They will because people are going out. You know, Christmas has come in. You know, things that you can actually spend money on now because you can leave the house. You can do. So Mm I think going into next year, I think we're going to see a very different uh, marketplace, and I think where companies like yourselves that specialise in converting traffic into actual money, I think you'll see a, you know, I think you'll see a huge demand.
1: And especially, I think,
2: when, um, I
1: I hate to uh, reminisce about it, but lockdown number one, when, um, you know, you see e-commerce sales like skyrocket i don't know what the official thing was but like 10x i know so many businesses
0: the client well i know the clients he's talking about 10 12 times now like in three times and they're like what's going on this is not good enough bro it's just like guys you like we were locked inside with money (laughs) now we're not Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah and i think because of that Um, And also, uh, you know, I hate to uh, mention it, but the the dreaded iOS changes that are are affecting everyone. Um, I think there is definitely a uh, need to have this thing and have these things set up properly. Whereas I totally agree with you, over the last Mm -hmm. two years, it it was really easy maybe to sell a product or a service. And because everyone was at home, everyone had money, everyone was constantly on their phones. And now I almost feel like we're kind of getting back to more normal reality where, okay, that time was amazing. That was great. But we need to think more about the strategy now. And actually, I would say to business owners that are kind of coming off the end of of this, this is the time, if not already, the time to be putting in some kind of strategy because it's not going to, you know, I also know quite a few people who have done amazingly in the last year and a half. And are now seeing a decline in a way that they didn't expect. So I think the strategy uh for this kind of stuff is really important.
0: Yeah. So when you were talking earlier about, you know, how long it takes for a page to load, one of the things that so we look at because we have the Facebook pixel event and the server stuff set up throughout the website, we we part of our work as an agency is yeah, we run Facebook ads, <clears throat> but it's all about the whole process, that whole funnel. Uh, making sure all the, you know, how many add to carts there are on a page, how many of those turn into a turn into initiate checkout or to purchase, you know, landing page um, views. One of the things that we see really often is the difference between what in Facebook, what we class as a, a link click and a landing page view. So we start our stats from the landing page view as opposed to the link clicks. Clients love the link clicks because it's like, oh, how much is link click? How much is link click? But it's landing page view where Facebook is then recorded, the page is actually open properly. And if it hasn't, the bounce rate's huge. Like, you know, a 1,000 link clicks turns into 700 landing page views. 300 people that haven't got to your website because they bounced off because it's taken too long or, you know, it's just – it's crazy all these different elements. And you need all these elements to, to tee up to get the process right. Um, I think it's very, very boring for a client as well. I think they want – we, we, you know we're data guys you know we look at all the analytics of facebook and google analytics and all this sort of stuff clients hate it don't they but you know as a small business owner you've got to take control of your business it's easy to outsource everything but you've still got to know what's going on and understand mm-hmm. what's going on because that is business yeah 100 i was gonna
2: say what was really interesting actually ben when you first came on you said about especially with that two-year sort of qualification that people have already potentially had a website, they've done it themselves via, via Square, Squarespace or you know whatever platform they could have used. We're the same. We actually like people to have an understanding of what goes into it. Because otherwise, if they just come to you and say, hey, can you be with this website? Or hey, can you just do our Facebook ads? They don't really understand it. So they're just like, ah, it's easy. Anyone can do this. It's like, okay, well, uh, you have a go. <laughs> come back to us. And we find clients that are easier to work with you know because we always have good and bad clients as we all do the ones that are more understanding the ones that have actually tried it themselves they have some knowledge of what goes on opposed to ones that have no idea just that i'll throw a cash at it well well yeah which is fine we can get the job done but actually you need some understanding especially with wordpress like wordpress is you know it's, it's not easy is it let's be honest it's it's, it's not you know it's, it's it's a tough gig like what we do
1: yeah i mean i think that it's it's so much easier i think when you have that client who understands who their dream customer is understand like that level of confidence in their business they know um they know the ins and outs they are interested as well i think one of the things we always like to look at with people who apply to work with us is are they passionate are we a good fit because if they're not passionate for their business I can't be passionate about their business, or if they're not selling a good product or a service, or something that not that I necessarily believe in. But uh, we wouldn't build a website for anyone who was just going to sell anything. We'd really want them to, um, you know, care about their business as much as we would care about their business online. So, working with clients like that, it uh, it's so much easier. I think actually it's one of the reasons why we made the decision to really focus on that.
0: Yeah. What would you say some of the key things are that people need to take from? And I, in my head right now, I've got they've clicked the ad. They've gone through to the website. And, you know, because we talk about, you know, putting things above the fold, which Which to people listening is obviously above the fold is on a phone. <laughs> correct me if I'm right wrong. On the phone or on your desktop, it's before you make that scroll. So everything just sitting there. Because it's like from an ecom point of view, it's a huge difference to have the add to cart button when you open the page on a product, and I think it's really hard because a lot of you know a lot of people, especially from e-commerce, they use Shopify, and Shopify is great, and then Shopify has been yeah. amazingly helpful with this whole iOS 14 thing with Facebook because they are a massive beast of a company. They work really closely, you know, and we've now got this server to server as well as pixel facebook uh facebook and shopify make it happen automatically in the background when you set it up Mm -hmm. you know other sites have to be implemented and things like that but what what tips would you say people could take away from this that they could today go back and have a look at a landing page and go oh god it's crap and how could they make that better like things that you look for as automatic things
1: sure i think it um it really does depend firstly whether you're e-commerce or whether you're maybe offering a service or a sign up because there's definitely um different layouts and different things that happen so for example like you said when you talk about e-commerce it's always really good to see the add to cart button straight away and any um you know the bigger e-commerce brands that websites that you go and look at you'll see that they all follow the same kind of layout no matter what page it is they've got the same things going on whereas for maybe a service-based business and you have a page for that service or maybe your sales pages for like webinar signups or to download your lead magnet i think one of the um things to really consider and think about is firstly the load time and the speed and seeing what you can do there because as human beings we are impatient and so we Mm. want it to load quickly you don't want to be wasting money necessarily on uh sending people to a page that is just going to take forever to load and they're just going to go back
0: so, so making apps, can, sh- apps sorry to interrupt apps mm. are a big problem with that aren't they like in in Shopify and things like that when you can download apps to do different things is that right
1: so I don't really know much about Shopify because we don't build an app
0: um, what about WordPress though because you can download apps on WordPress can't you does that slow the site up
1: Yes, definitely. So um, on WordPress, they're called plugins, plugins, um, you can have yeah. plugins to do kind of there's any, uh, any kind of plugin you would want to do anything in your site, there is a plugin for, but plugins that have been poorly designed, or maybe out of date, can definitely slow your website down. Or if you just have an enormous website with loads of different plugins and loads of different functions and features, then you're going to need to be hosting that website on a server that can take the capacity so if you have um a really big website and it's on shared hosting which typically most websites are if you're just starting out and shared hosting is where different websites sit on the same server and it's just a more affordable way to host your website but if one website demands more attention then it's going to make the other websites on the server slower so um, you, the next upgrade would be looking at a virtual private server and without getting like too techy, it's basically a private server which you can add more to to make it faster and more powerful and give you more space so the more plugins and bits that you have um you might want to consider upgrading to a bigger server or um if you are just generally looking to optimize your website, there's definitely plugins or all of the providers offer some kind of um, optimization effort. So when you're looking at your images, making sure your images are correctly sized and optimized to reduce speed time time and things like that. So uh, speed is definitely uh, a massive, massive factor. Mm. And then I think in terms of actually when you can get to the page to load, to actually look at it, I think, People don't spend enough time thinking about almost the structure and the layout behind it. So, say if I was thinking about a um, a sales page for a service, to have certain elements, so to have a mixture of testimonials amongst your copy, to have copy that speaks to um, that identifies your customer because you want to read that as a customer and go, "Oh, yeah. this is this is me. I'm in the right place." And then yeah. talk about the problems that that customer's got, and then highlight the fact that this service fixes those problems so there's real like strategy i think behind the copy and the layout which is Mm. really really important Um, obviously there are so many different types of like landing sales pages depending on what your goals are you might just have something a lot shorter say if it was a lead magnet you may just have the form to sign up for the lead magnet for example but i definitely think thinking about the strategy um, in terms of the layout and the way that you um look at the page and go okay um let's think about who is that Who's the customer for this and how do I identify them within the copy? What are their problems? So even just saying, um, let me guess, you're probably here because, and then you know, speaking yeah. to those problems. So they go, Oh, this is me, and then really highlighting actually that this service or this product, the benefits and how it fixes that. So when they get to the end, they're like, wow, okay, I need, I need to buy this. This is the only option for me, but to go away and purchase. Yeah. Um so those are the things that I would I would say probably are some of the more key most, ways.
0: Most websites talk about themselves, don't they? When you're it's really about the easy now. to talk about yourself.
1: Um and I think that I'm a big fan of uh Story Brand by Donald Miller. Don't know if mm. you know of it. I've but heard of it, that, yeah. It's a really good read. Um and it basically talks about how just to position your copy and position yourself to really speak towards the customer. Um, it's way too easy for us, even down to Design or um, okay, so if you were a business owner creating your own website, say, you'd maybe sit there and go, um, oh well, I like this and I like the way this looks, and this looks really good, but it's not about you as the business owner, it's about the potential customer that is then going to come to your website. And if you are not your potential customer, then you should be sitting there with them in mind yeah. in terms of your planning and going, okay, this is how I want it to look and this is how I want it to work and read and function because it's really easy to get caught in the trap of this is just what I like rather than actually what the and this is why we always ask our clients when we work with them like who is your dream customer, who's your dream community, um, you know, what are their goals and all that kind of lovely, wonderful stuff to make sure that when we do the work, we're designing to fit for that rather than the client. Yeah.
0: Because that's going to stem all the way back to the ads as well, isn't it? Because they they're starting off with that audience. <laughs> so it's obviously yes. You know, it's if you're talking about something in the copy of the ad and the creative is around that to bring in the audience to click the ad, then you need to keep that conveyor belt and that consistency into the home page. So if if someone I mean, what's your what's your thought? I know you sort of picked on this earlier, but what's your thoughts on single landing pages? Can they do they work or does it need to be a structured website or does it depend on the product or service or offering?
1: I think when it comes to Facebook ads, I would expect a single landing page. So, I would, if I was clicking through from an ad, I wouldn't want to see. Um, I'm sure you guys talk to your clients about this all the time. I, I want to don't want a header, and I don't want a footer, I don't want any links taking me to any other pages. It's just about this one product or service, and the, the end goal of you know taking that action. So, I definitely think that in that scenario, that's fine, and that's exactly how it should be, and you probably. Be looking to create a page separate to your website that um, even if um, you know sometimes when I've run ads in the past, I'll take my existing sales page and just copy it over to a page that doesn't have a header or a footer and we'll just run with that. Yeah. But um, I think if your business is just built up of just landing pages and you're not running ads to them, it's just generally how you have your website set up. You need that element of all these other things like your homepage, your about page your sales pages all mixed in together to kind of yeah. have that great recipe and that end result. So you would definitely, uh, need the two in that sense.
0: Okay. Cool. Have you got, um, here we go. So this is, this is going to be talking about yourself now. <laughs> okay. People are amazing. Some amazing things that have happened with your clients where they've come to you and you've saved their life.
1: I do have a few. Go on. Then. So, um, I mean, I maybe necessarily wouldn't say save their lives, but we um, actually worked with one of our clients, Ailish, at the Glow Getter Collective. She her her testimonial, in- actually.
0: She yes. had a long testimonial.
1: She had a very long testimonial. She's lovely Ailish. And she helps indie beauty brands with their marketing right and um goals at the beginning of working together and um she won't mind me saying this because we talked about it in depth that she made her own website and it was fine when it was at the beginning but then she became an authority in her industry and then it was no longer fine for her to have that website she built herself because it wasn't as professional as she needed it to be and um the one of her biggest goals because she had loads of great SEO and loads of great traffic through her blog posts, but um, like every business owner really should be, is working on building their email list because I think email list is massively important. And we actually, and the figure actually escapes me, but she said to me that there had been a dramatic increase in her signups to her lead magnet in the way that we pre- um, presented it on the homepage page that it was um she had instantly you know almost recouped the cost of the website within the first week wow so you know r- results like that for her so not only does she look super professional but she's massively building her email list so when she is launching and pushing her membership she's going to the return on the investment on that on her website is yes. just going to be um amazing so i think she's always um it's something we're really, really proud of the work that we've done for Alish because, especially um the before and the after, it was yeah. such a big difference that we're really, really pleased with that. Well, oh, that's
0: brilliant. That's brilliant. I think, as you said, then I think a lot of it, like her recouping her, you know, her investment into a website within a week. I think, and do you agree that a lot of people see? I suppose it's the same with Facebook ads because one of the things when we're doing our Q and As on Facebook ads for our ads clinic is that people go, "How much should I spend on Facebook ads?" And I think the same goes for a website and all other things. They see it as like money they don't want to spend. I don't want to spend any money on Facebook, but I want to make money. I don't want to, buy, I don't want to spend X amount on a website, but I want it to convert and make money. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> I think everyone's dream is to build a website and have it recoup their costs in a week. But it can be done if their offering's right, can't it? And that, that sort of goes to show yeah,
1: definitely. If I I understand to some degree that it can be scary to spend a lot of money on your business in that sense, especially if you haven't in the past. Yeah, but you have to make an investment in yourself, in your business. Even if it's your you know website, Facebook ads, on a business coach, whatever it might be, there are really good things that you can go and invest in, and I think out of all the things, spending money on things that help your digital presence in a world where we are attached to our phones. We spend hours scrolling through TikTok every day and we're on social media and we're there. That's where your customers are looking and that's where you want to be. You want to be in those spaces. Yeah. So I understand it can be scary and uh, sometimes a big investment. And also I think this goes back to why we try and only work with, not we try and only work with, but predominantly we work with businesses that are two years over, because they're almost ready to uh, make an investment or have some money behind them, that you will make the money back with the right person. Also I will say, and I'm sure you guys uh, know this as well, where there are lots of other agencies and web designers and Facebook people that, um, I have a lot of people that come to me and say, I've been really burnt before and so they're nervous in that undertaking but i think once you found the right person you have to run with it and then in a weird way this is why it goes back to having a great website because no one's going to know that you're the right person for them if you're not showcasing all that great stuff and the things that make you great if you don't have a website that's set up to do that so
0: brilliant brilliant well we've we've pretty much come to an end now but it's been great having you on, and I love talking about this sort of stuff because everyone needs to spend uh, put so much more attention to it. And like I said at the beginning of this, you know, our our, our audiences, uh, our listeners are going to be going, oh, not something else I've got to get good at. You've <laughs> just got to – it's a pain. Like, you know, we're in it. We're a business. We have to iron out all these things all the time. You know, um, it's just one of those things. No one's born an expert at everything. It's just practice – learning from things and, um, you know, moving forward. But one thing that you do do is an audit, isn't it? Yes. So I was right. going to do a little bit of a push to this audit because we might throw our own stuff in it as well. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Please do. So it, but what, when I was having a look at this earlier, it's pretty so – you, so you'll so you take someone's website. I'm just going to get it here. You'll do uh, a 20-minute walkthrough of the website, and then you'll send a video back. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So
1: uh, it's a video recording by yours truly. And yeah. I will go through the entirety of your website. Although I did have someone that booked one the other day with a very big website. And I did have to say to them at the beginning, we're kind of to like, maybe speed yeah. through this a little bit. Yeah, um, fair so it's a video recording, uh, where I walk through your website and give you commentary and feedback on uh, what I think is working and maybe what's not working so well. Uh, You get to download and keep your video forever. And so basically you can, if you're somebody who is um, looking for help with your website, you don't know why it's not converting or you don't know what's wrong with it, then sometimes it's good just to have that outside opinion. Um, And I can give you that advice. So you then have, um, you'll have my commentary anyway throughout the video. But then I'll also give you three main points to go away and work on. to um, really focus on the ones that I think that you'll probably need to work on your website the most.
0: Brilliant. So it's not just, yeah, so it's, they can actually try and do a bit of work themselves. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. Okay, brilliant. And is there, so you've got a bit of a deal on this?
1: I do, so it's currently on offer for seven pound, which is kind of crazy, really. And people keep telling me it's crazy, but here we are. So it's only uh seven pounds purchase. It's pretty much a no-brainer, really. Down grand. from
0: four and a half grand. Did you hear that? Down from four <laughs> and a half grand. So like, quite,
1: not quite four and a half grand on that one. But you know, if I was going to work with you directly, we we would be talking that kind of money. But I think for. Uh, <laughs> 20 minutes of uh, of my personal time I think it's a pretty good deal. Absolutely. Uh, so if you head to shoutableagencycom audit, that's yes. where our, our website audits live. You can go ahead and purchase one. Uh, we'll put, uh, we'll put
0: it in the description underneath this podcast Thank as well. You. But it, it's great. I mean we you know we we do our like 30 minute consultation for business on the Facebook and you know like you it's we we give something on that. So usually I've, you know, in those I've set up an ad or something like that. And, you, you know, you're giving your takeaways. It's yeah it's brilliant. It really works. So do you want to read that out again? Shoutable? Yeah. So it's
1: uh, shoutableagency.com slash audit.
0: Brilliant. Excellent. Thank well, for, thanks, Ben, for your time today. Um, Thank you for having me. Had a yeah. Really good time. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, guys, it's really, really important. You need to look at your website. There's people that are probably driving along going, oh, my website looks really bad. Um, where well you need, you now know, know where you can go. Um, we can fix your Facebook ads, Ben can fix your website, and you can take over the world, make loads of money that easy.
2: Only if you've been trading for
0: two years or more. <laughs> only if you've been trading, yeah, yeah. If you haven't, it's like, oh god, I'm only 23 months old. <laughs> well, listen, you, might, you might make an excuse, but okay. brilliant, yeah, yeah,
2: Ben. That was really good, and um, I think one of the things that resonates with me throughout that was if if you're coming from an ad you'd expect to see a landing page opposed to a website if you're going from a Facebook ad because you know the amount of I wouldn't say use the term battle um but trying to get you know educate some clients that that is best for what we do probably not for your business like you've you know clearly stated today but actually to try and get someone over the line invasively from what we do single landing page you know forget the header forget the footer and then they're like oh well, it's not on brand and they can't go anywhere else it's like yep yeah, that's the point <laughs> that's what we're trying to make them do is just yeah so that was the one thing that um and i'm really glad you said you actually agreed with us on that because if it wasn't i'd be like oh <laughs> yeah this, this could be awkward
0: <laughs> I, was booking, I was booking some cinema tickets last night um for a cinema begins with v ends with U, and it was the most it was it, it took me about 15 minutes and i ended up having to go to the desktop to book these tickets and it is an amazing how you've got a multi-million pound company i have
1: another one for you uh, a very big uh, clothing brand beginning with a z female clothing brand predominantly who um his website is uh complained about on tiktok i see hundreds of videos of people complaining about how the website is they've gone with this very artistic style but it's to a point where you have to like you can't really see the product images it's really hard to buy stuff it's very it's really odd and for a multi-million you know dollar and pound company mm. you'd kind of think
2: The publicity though i mean
1: I suppose, yes. Yeah. But I don't think Maybe they've done it on purpose to Buy when they when they get to the site. So
0: it's uh... It begins with a Z. It's a female brand and it's massive. Would we know who it is?
2: I generally have no idea. Like even then I'm like, I'm trying to figure this out. I have no idea. I don't
0: want I don't mind you know, the would... podcast with a game. Maybe we should go through as many brands as we can by just giving the first letters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got work today. Anyway. <laughs> ben, thank you for coming on. Shout out. Very good. Um, like you know, like Nick said, then you know, anyone and I've got a couple of coaching clients actually that I think um would really like um don't actually Ben. So I'll um, I'll introduce you via email. Um ah, amazing. Thank you the next day or two. Um but yeah, thank you for coming on and as Nick and has said, um anyone that's listening, go on and um and um buy uh buy Ben's seven pound audit. so no brainer.
0: Yeah. Absolute no brainer. Amazing.
1: Thank that's you guys, that's... I really appreciate it.
2: Nice to meet you, Ben take yes, care. And you. thank bye.
0: you see you all guys soon bye thank you for joining us again today if you want to find out more please head over to our socials at let's run social where we share daily content and please feel free to drop us a message we'd love to hear from you and any questions that you would like answered we can do that here on the podcast